Hello and welcome to a brand new episode with your boys, Ricky and Larry. Here we are tonight, stimulating your ear holes. We're going to continue with that, the I ear holes. It. I love it. Yes. No lube required. No <laughs> lube required. <laughs> Wait, sorry, no, this is a different podcast. My apologies. I was not heading that podcast. way. I was not heading that way. But regardless, it was podcast. funny. Nice. You, you giggled. We laughed. You were stimulated. We were laughing. You, you weren't lying. Technically, you weren't lying. The ear holes were stimulated. So, you know, I've got headphones on. You've got headphones on. They're both stimulated. I like it. That's it. Love that. Love it makes that. My, How are you doing, my man? How you been? Kick up. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good, Rick. I'm good. I am genuinely better than the last time we recorded the pod because... We had to. We know what's around the corner. Yeah, but we had to endure this. You know this. Well, what's been called in the industry as an interlull, which is something that I don't know if it's caught on or not. But that's that. That kind of sums it up. It's just boring. It's boring. Yeah, just boring. A week yeah, and a yeah, half when no one cares. Who cares about Kazakhstan and Denmark? You know what I mean. But Kazakhstan. Great result, but still. <laughs> exactly. No one cares. Who cares? The but Danish care. The Danish. Care. The Danish do care. Yes, they do care. The yeah, Danish I think they're going to string up Hoybjerg, You know, by by his ankles because of that yeah. result but you know it is what it is but apart from that you know looking forward to some uh, some Premier League some F1 this weekend so all sorts of sports happening this uh, mm. this weekend mm. coming up but exciting times now obviously you know on this pod we usually do this on a Thursday night ready for a Friday release a bit earlier uh, than usual because you know we got we got jobs and shit you know we got we got things to do man like Com- come on now commitments come at me lad come at me yes exactly um so obviously we're going to we're going to talk about some predictions for the for the for the weekend we certainly yeah we certainly yeah we certainly touching are, some man, because it? some good games on this weekend as well like you know some important games really yeah uh, very for, tough games for me as an arsenal fan um obviously there's a, as a tottenham fan which none of us are i know they've got an important game on the monday as well well, there's a mid-table um, clash as well between Chelsea and uh, Villa, so that's a big game. I'll be honest with you, I'll be very surprised if... Uh, actually, Good you know evening, making so, his way to Stamford Bridge. Since we started off with, with Chelsea, let's just let's just go straight into it, really. I mean, we've got... So you guys face Aston Villa, is that on... Let me just bring the... That's uh, a late kick-off, 5.30. Let me bring up the... Uh, the Saturday. I should have had You don't need board, to, yeah. you don't need to. I am... I am um, walking encyclopedia when it comes to this. I love it. You are the walking timetable for Sky. It's excellent. <laughs> um, so Chelsea Villa, obviously at the bridge, it's a late kickoff on Saturday, as you said. Now, before we get into actual predictions, do we have any, is there any news around Chelsea that nothing, you want to bring? Nothing that's been reported in the last four hours or so. Like they said, obviously four players have returned and you can imagine which three out of the four, the lads who played at Wembley have come back. Yeah. Mudrick, Chilwell, Conor Gallagher. Uh, John Martini, uh, what's he saying? Joe Felix is yeah. uh, making. I didn't need to voice that out loud, but I just said it anyway. That's all right. Uh, Joe Felix, John Felix, man. Made, John Felix, you know who he is. John Felix, yeah. John, <laughs> John Felix from John Wick. Uh, John <laughs> Felix. <laughs> now, Joe Felix came. Uh, he's there as well. I think Enzo played yesterday, so he'll possibly be flying over tonight. So he should be back you with think, the boys in the morning. You think Enzo will start? Actually, uh, plenty of time. Plenty of time. To be fair, like you know, there is plenty of time. So obviously, he'll be land with the lads tomorrow. Probably do more like around recovery, the time difference, that kind of bit of jet lag and so on. But come on, he's not travelling economy, is he? The lad, I'm sure he's sleeping on the plane. Do you know what I mean? So I'm he surprised no one's carrying him, you know, all the way home. Do you know, <laughs> on the on the back I'm or surprised something. Todd's not carrying him at 120 something. To be to. fair, he's been playing really well. Like, or maybe yeah, it's yeah. because he's the only standing out in such a bad team, or oh, but the team is starting to play. There are moments with the team we've touched on in the past, but yeah, no. For the for me, Kepa will start again because obviously he's been pretty good for Chelsea yeah. and uh, Thiago still injured, so that's their normal update. And then who knows if Enzo plays, it'll be Enzo and Kova again. In that middle of the park, Reese James. I know he left England because of a hamstring, so but there's no update on that. Whether I was just about to bring it up, it I was just about to bring it up actually because I'm looking at the the will not play, which obviously you know the Aspilicueta's, the Breyers, yeah, but, and Thiago yeah. Silva. But there is Mason Mount is actually included in that will not play category. Now I don't know how serious his injury was because last time we spoke, this, I didn't think it was. Yeah, we, I didn't think well, it was he pulled out of England because apparently he wasn't that bad. But yeah, no, he's not going to be featured. Right now, I'm hoping it, I'm hoping it's an injury and not something that the club are trying to do. Um, 
kind of if you don't sign a contract then you're not going to play sort of thing you know what I mean because mm. there's, there's, you've seen those at some other clubs before well if you're not going to sign then just stay on the bench until we sell you and that, that's that's not really what you do to a Mason Mount because he's been an absolute fantastic footballer for Chelsea he's been a true professional okay on the pitch he's not been the world class that everybody talking about but this every season, manager at the very least well, yeah, this yeah. season but yeah. I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm looking beyond that I'm looking at the times that you know what he did for us in that Champions League he was the one who made the assist there was times where he played fantastic you know he was fantastic for Chelsea and on and off the pitch so I hope it's not that I hope it's just an injury and if it is then it's speedy recovery but now I just looked at the app prior to us coming live and uh, now I couldn't see anything on Mason Mount so like in terms of why he would not be playing so it'll still be injury but you know Chilwell will play he had a decent uh, game against Ukraine I'm hoping he starts I'm hoping Barry Sheila starts Wesley yeah. Fafana the the thing with like I don't know if Barry Sheila might be Muslim because obviously it's the Ramadan month so Ramadan Mubarak to all of our Muslim listeners but uh, yeah it's going to be tough for the defenders playing especially if they're fasting because yeah. they won't be breaking yeah. fast until like iftar I think is around will be around 7.30 onwards so they will be playing having not eaten or drank anything all day all day and it's coming up to that time when obviously you and know the to fast is supposed now. to be broken but you know they'll be on the pitch and hopefully they'll be, they can walk they'll away. be finishing by it. hopefully walk away with walk the three away points, with a win you know well I mean? for you obviously because uh, I don't I don't you, you know, don't lose really every care, game yeah. it? lose every game as 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 you know um, exactly so it's it it sounds like apart from the little injuries um, because obviously I've got here questionable Reese James as well chances are that he could well play if he's fit enough to play there's no reason he shouldn't be on the on the pitch I'm worried if he's not playing though but. I'm worried if he doesn't play, who is he going to play at right back? Because Aspie's injured. So be Rubens love to cheek. I hope love to no, cheek, you know. I hope, I hope Rubens is not kind of being brought in for a right wing back. If he's being brought for a right wing back, then something tactically needs to happen during the transition yeah. phases. So play Trevor Chaloba, the centre back. Right Kai Havertz as his centre back, standard. <laughs> he probably would. <laughs> he put Raheem Sterling and Pulisic as left wing backs and right wing back. Unbelievable. But I'm hoping he's learned from that 3 0 slaughter at Brighton. Yeah. But uh, no, so like for me, the front three again pick themselves, Jao Felix. Although, like I've said, I've been a little bit critical of him at times. He's a fantastic footballer. He's probably your Kai best Havertz player so far, though, apart from Enzo, to be honest with you. So. He's, he's done well. He just sometimes, like I said to you in previous episodes as well, he just takes too long on the ball. He just yeah. sometimes he's just a little bit too slow for the pace of the Premier League. Yeah, he tries too much. The best way to describe it, he just looks like he's trying too hard. And Kai Havertz up top, Felix Sterling possibly playing because obviously he hasn't won uh, international break, so he's been there. And then yeah, that's pretty much I mean, it. Five, I would literally go five. Uh, what is it? Three four three. Yeah. Yeah, three, let's face it, Mudrick yeah. isn't going to start this match. I'll be very, very, very surprised if he starts. Just again, I'm only going from what we saw, you know, during the international break, or from what I saw, because I know you didn't really watch the Ukraine match that much. But from what yeah, I, I saw, it just, you know, I, I don't think it warrants a place in this Chelsea starting lineup right now. Could do later on. I don't, again, don't know whatever. But yeah, I think, I think from the from that lineup that you put out there. Most likely, it will be that. Maybe, maybe you'll find room for for Cucurella. I don't know. Maybe, like like you said, maybe a centre back at the three, like left. Um, what's it got? Left centre back in in a back three potentially. Cucurella because he's done that before. Yeah, he'll play Cucu there. Maybe like it depends. He's got, okay. got Badiashile, you know, ready and fit. Then he should be he should be starting that that match. And like you said, if he's not fasting, then yeah, it could be. I don't think he is. I don't. I don't think he's a Muslim Barishila. I think Wesley Fafana is. I think uh, what's his name, Kulabali is. Yeah. Uh, so they're pretty much our kind of uh, Muslim faith uh, followers uh, within the team. But uh, and Golo Kant is another one. Obviously, yeah. he's Muslim as well. But Golo runs a marathon before every match, regardless. Or day yeah, before did. his injury. So we'll just see. He still did. He still see does. How he turns out. He crawled. But, uh, I'd like to see him. You know, I'd like to see him in front of the, at the bridge. I really want to see him. If the team go again. If 2 0 up, I'd like to bring in N'Golo Kante and rather than bringing on a Conor Gallagher or Ruben Loftus cheek. Don't get me wrong, Conor Gallagher will do the business as well, but yeah. 1 0, I don't want to change with the team. I think we learn from Leeds. 1 0, not yeah, Everton, sorry, learn from Everton. 1 0, don't change the team. You can't. Don't change the team. And not to that extreme. If you're going to change. If you're going to change like for like at the very least, you know, don't don't take it too far. But look, this is this is as you know, as a football fan in general, this is what we wait for. You know, it's like that's one it, week we played it. bad. It's like, all right, let's see the next week. Let's yeah, see what's next. happening next. And it always carries on like that until you find yourself with 38 games played, and there is no more weeks. So, <laughs> but, uh, 
but obviously for your for for you as a Chelsea fan and for Chelsea fans out there, yeah, it, it'll be good to to get this restart of the season after the international break, you know, to get it off to a good start. But, definitely, uh, definitely. Kind of pick up where we left off. So obviously unbeaten for that first part, and then uh, see where they pick up, pick up where they left off. I'm just going to rip a piece of paper so we not can do start it, recording do it. these now. Do it. Not, that um, noise, that's what I'm doing. No, I think. I it's not a checkbook. No, that's not what we no, do. Yeah, you're checkbook. supposed to give us checks. <laughs> you're supposed to give us checks, not the other way around. Um, but yeah, I mean, do you have anything else you want to add on on Chelsea? By the way, before we before we have a look. No, not really, Paul. Uh, I'm just hoping, obviously, unbeaten in March. So I'm hoping that we do something. But listen, good Aston Villa are not really a team to take lightly. You no. saw how well they played against you guys. Uh, you saw. They've been playing well against other teams as well, you know, like top well, top and bottom. So then they they sit in what eleventh. I think we're on the same points. We've just got a better goal difference. But this is the opportunity to not look what's behind, but more more looking what's ahead. What do we need to do? And what's ahead at the minute is Villa, and just simply trying to beat yeah. them, and then just go through to the next team. And then we've got Liverpool, I believe, Tuesday or Wednesday. I think it's got Liverpool away. Well, for Villa, they haven't lost. They haven't lost. Uh, they've won, sorry, they've lost once in the last five matches. Um, three wins, one draw. That was against West Ham. Uh, granted, the wins were against Everton, uh, against uh, Crystal Palace, and Bournemouth. But you know, again, like you said, don't you can't take these guys lightly because this is what Emery does. He'll go on a winning streak. I think he's due a loss, by the way. Just looking at these, uh, looking at the stats, looking at the stats that he's got here. So yeah, I think he's due a loss at some point and. Potentially, Chelsea could be the one that. that I hope Chelsea are the ones. Yeah, no, definitely. I think we should win though. Like at the bridge, mate, we usually do like playing at the uh, Stamford Bridge, particularly like a late kickoff. We love the evening game. We love the late kickoffs at the bridge. So I'm hoping you know the whole all the team turn up. There's no injuries. Everybody starts gelling together like we saw over March. So yeah, man, I'm hoping. No I'm doubt. Hoping for a good. I'm hoping for a three-one. I'd like a clean sheet, but I, I'm hoping three-one Chelsea. We'll uh, we'll we'll come to the predictions. Uh, just obviously, just before we finish off the pod. Um, because it just feels like, you know, we'll get some ideas out the way or some topics out the way, like, you know, that we're going to discuss. And then you'll think, oh, wait a second. Actually, it will be a 4 0 <laughs> Chelsea. The Always the case. Yeah, it will be a 4 0 Chelsea. Don't listen to what I said at the beginning because that's what we do. Um, but no, that's obviously remains to be seen. And it's, it's a, it's a, Jam packed day of football. Like that's the only way I can describe. I can't it. wait. I can't wait for it. It's going to be very like exciting. Before we get into it now, so how are you feeling for your team? Any updates? Any injuries? Anybody? Everybody coming back fit and healthy? Well, I mean, we've got. We'll not play. We've got Enketia, Saliba, and Tomiyasu. Um, which obviously, you know, Tomiyasu and Saliba, they both uh, got injured just before the international break. Enketia's been out of the team for maybe about a month now. It's coming up to a month almost. Okay. And uh, we did have obviously an issue with Thomas Party in the in the international break where he he didn't there's it's not an injury but he felt something and he didn't play that game and he got brought back to uh, to the UK with with the traveling he had a traveling physio with him as well. I so. saw that I saw that picture of the physio like looking at him like what the hell am I doing here? I think I think he knew what he was doing there because you know the the bad thing happened which is you know he felt something and it's like unless it's an alien in your thigh you shouldn't be telling me that you feel something because that does not fill any of us with any confidence whatsoever yeah, yeah. so so again it says questionable so what is it is it hamstring thigh or is it like just says groin is it or just thigh it, it, it says injury but chances are because of obviously what he's had before it is his thigh uh, that's what he usually has a problem with um, and yeah so that, that's it's, it says questionable I'll be honest with you chances are we, obviously we are playing lead so chances are that he probably will not start that game. It's going to be a game for Jorginho. So, you know, it's going to be Ramsdale in goal, as you know, everyone knows that. Ramsdale, Ben White, right back. We're going to have, in this case, then because Saliba's out, we're probably going to have uh, Gabriel and Holding. Um, Tommy Asso's out as well, so obviously we can't use him. On the left-hand side, obviously Zinchenko just picks himself. But yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if I saw Tini because maybe Zinchenko's tired. But again, tired from what he didn't, play that well against England so yeah, yeah. Uh, midfield I'm going to go for, for a Jorginho Jacker, and then we're going to go with Martinelli Saka on the other side Odegaard obviously just behind the striker and the striker will be Jesus uh, as I, said, I think he will start this game rather than come on come off the bench so which is going to be good so I, I know it sounds crazy because Trossard's been very good for us and I know I didn't mention him there but if Jesus is deemed as 100% fit then yeah he will start that match 
However, if it, even if it's like ninety eight percent fit, then I don't think Arteta will take any chances considering the you know the schedule that we have coming up after the Leeds game. So it could well be a tross out up front, like a false false nine, like he has been done uh, doing. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, I think apart from the little injuries, the team again just sort of picks itself. It's a bit of a shame that no Saliba, no Tomiyasu, because now that just leaves our bench very very bare. If if the worst is to happen, and I I'd be very surprised and shocked, as would most Arsenal fans, if Party started this match on uh, on Saturday against Leeds because Leeds. <laughs> Leeds, Leeds yeah. are a high pressure, high pressing team that just love to attack and to put party in that sort of pressure um, straight after the international break. I don't think that's a good idea because then you might as well just say bye to him. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> um, for the rest exactly. of the season, and we cannot again, we cannot afford to do that because last time that happened, again, the worst happened, which we ended up fifth. So you know, but yeah, the the team picks itself. Uh, there hasn't been any any other injury news apart from what I've just mentioned. And again, we're coming off the back of a four one win against Crystal Palace before the international break. So it could be a chance to go eleven points at the top. Um, even though, even though so City played City played play before us, one, yeah. Yeah. City played before us, but they will have a game in hand after that as well. So. Like I said before, I'd rather have the points. If we go 11, points unbeaten because Liverpool pull out a miracle out of the assholes. That would be amazing. And I would love Liverpool forever. But I can't, I don't know. I don't know how that's going to be. I'll be honest with you. It's, that's, it's we'll, always we'll a budget team for yeah. City. When it gets to that, like the yeah. City, Liverpool, uh, sorry, City, Liverpool are always a juicy matchups. Yeah. But I've also heard about Van Dijk not being so well on. Um, in the international duty. Yeah. Yeah. The whole so, team was, was I poor. Boston, I think Van was the one who kind of just said to him, like, he just sits in the middle ground. He's not a true leader and so on and so forth. Yeah. So, well, you see the, the captain, floor. you get the blame. You I've said it many this, times before, yeah, nobody is listening to Ricky on any sportscast, but now they listen. Now they listen. Well, Van Basten's definitely listened to you, so, you know, that's always Van a good Van Basten thing. heard, yeah. No, no, yeah. Van Basten heard. But look... He even, quote, he even ran for a quote. <laughs> No, the Dutch, the Dutch team. I mean, I was speaking with my uh, my dad. They played Franston on the first match of the international break. And, yeah, they got absolutely tortured. And even my dad was like, "Like, because he's a Dutch fan and always has been from." Obviously, dad's dad's, dad's, dad's my like, dad yeah. is the same. Yeah, dad's like, goes yeah. back to that Van Basten era. Yeah, Van Basten, Cruyff era, Rijkaard, all that yeah. kind of stuff. But um, yeah, so yeah. Van Dyke, he's going to be somebody. But we'll get. Do you know what? We'll we'll come to Liverpool. I yeah. In terms of Arsenal. Again, I just yeah, this could be a chance to see what um, if any complacency is coming to the team or not. Because if it has, then it's going to be a massive problem for the upcoming games. But if we treat this game as a final, for example, then yeah, I think we should be we should be. Okay. You should though. I think from now on, with the amount of games that are left, you should treat every game as a final. As a final and I think yeah. you will. I think it all depends on injuries. And like you say, what's the team like as you get back? There seems to be a really good bunch with you guys. This, the team seems to be really, really cohesive and they're playing very well. They're playing for each other. They're enjoying their football. Well, it looks like that anyway as fans watching it. Yeah, um, it's that's always that's that's what we all we want to see as football fans, you know, with our team. Just as long as the players are getting on together, then yeah, everything else can be worked out. But mm. which is, you know, it, it's it's one problem that sometimes it's easier said than done, that, isn't it? Yeah, sometimes it's easier said than done. I remember the Obama Young just... days, the Özil days. The, obviously, I know Sanchez, but not so much because uh, he just wanted more money. He wasn't given it, and then he left. But the other players obviously kicked up a fuss uh, for whatever reason, or you know, their attitude yeah. changed. So I'm glad that at the very least we don't have that in the team anymore, which is you know one less problem That's to good. deal with. So we good. concentrate on winning. But uh, yeah, I don't have anything else to add on Arsenal. We'll just obviously just uh, wait to be seen. But we'll uh, say, yeah. should we should we hit some predictions then? Whilst we some predictions, we'll start off with the uh, predictions. We'll start off with uh, obviously Man City Liverpool half twelve kickoff. I mean Sky. It's not even on Sky. It's going to be on BT, really, isn't it's it? On BT. Yeah, that time it's on BT. It's Sport, on BT. Yeah. yeah, and so screw Sky. It doesn't even matter. I don't even know why I mentioned them. BT, <laughs> you legends. <laughs> Feel free legends. to sponsor us at any point. At any point, doesn't matter. City Liverpool. What are we thinking, bro? You know, realistic, realistic outcomes. Uh, it's going to be a very tight game, but I think um, again, I think this is more what I'm hoping for, and what I think will happen as well. I think City might just nick it. I think yeah. City will be a two-one. 
I think it's going to be like a 3 1 start. But a, mm, I hope so. But a part of me thinks Guardiola, as I say 2 1, I think a part of me, Guardiola might overcomplicate it like he always does, like play Rodri in that midfield, defensive midfield, centre back, goalkeeper position, and think, do you know what, Rodri, you can play good with you. It's something, he'll do something that yeah. just tends to be uh, going to leave fans going, what? Yeah, why and Liverpool, Liverpool may capitalise on that. But the only weakness for Liverpool, like I said to you, is defence and midfield. And uh, Jota's back, Firmino, and he's got, they've got the players to go yeah. forward. But well, can all... they stop City going the other side? Let's so for me, I'm going to go, uh, what do you call it, City. Okay, but I'll tell you what, let me hit you with some uh, injury update then. Haaland has got a groin injury, will not be playing. Still, mm. I think Alvarez is very good. I think Haaland, yeah, I think, I think if anything, sometimes against these big boys, I think Alvarez seems to find pockets of space. Haaland is, although it's fantastic movement, but he gets outmarked by one or two, and then City plays can't seem to. I don't know. Can't for me, even with him, yeah. plays, isn't it? Yeah, that's that's true. That's very true. So two one two from, but yeah, that's it. I still think they'll have Liverpool be strong, very very strong, without shadow of a doubt. If I can't imagine, I can't imagine Liverpool rolling over for this game. No, no, no. At the least, at the very least, they need to be like, do you know what? You are our main competitor, or have been for the past five years. We cannot roll over to you right now. Now there's rivalry. There's recent rivalry, and as an Arsenal fan, I'm sure you are. The rest of the North London, well, not the rest, half of North London. Yeah, well, well, you know, all of North London. The winning side of North London. The other team doesn't really exist. But anyway, um, I think the, the problem that I have is when you look at a team like Liverpool and you think, "All right, cool. Who are they going to put right back? It's going to be my man Trent." And uh, I'll be honest with you, that does not fill me with confidence. If Alvarez plays for City, Trent being in that back line does not fill me with confidence because they are fast players. Grealish, for example, I know he's not technically the best player, but look, all it takes is a couple of times to go at Trent. Trent's either going to pull back or he's going to go in for the tackle. Or third option, by the way, which is preferred by Klopp, take him off. Take him off and that'd and be fine. He's got an injury. Yeah, he's got an injury. His ankle, you know, sort of his ankle hair grown two millimeters today instead of one. So that that's, that honestly does scare me. But at the same time, I'm filled up with confidence because it's that recent rivalry that these that's guys it. have had. So it, yeah. I'm going to go, I'm personally, I'm, I'm going go to go with a City win because I'm just sort of, you know, educational thinking. Yeah. Educated guess. I'm going to go with a 3-1 City, which... 3-1 City. Love that, and obviously, don't forget, you know, Salah, for example, he does, uh, he will be, um, what is it? Fasting. He will be fasting, yeah, he will be fasting, so fasting yeah. So, good the one will be fasting on City's side because yeah. obviously, Turkish German, yeah, yeah, he'll be fasting, so Salah will definitely be fasting as well, yeah. So, and so, it's early kickoff as well, it's midday, it's midday, he, so he would have eaten, mm, yeah, it's like, yeah. it's yeah, but either or it's like, yeah, it depends, I don't know, I don't know. Even if he eats loads in the morning, I don't know how that's nah, going to affect him. He won't, he won't. He can't, he can't. I'm sure he won't be like doing a- that. He'll drink enough water and stuff. He'll have the nutrient. It, this is where the, uh, what do you call it, the dietitian is going to earn their money when it comes to Salas only yeah. eating yeah. in the evening and 5 a.m. and then nothing to like 7, quarter to, eight, quarter to 8. So I want to know what's in nah. his spinach. What's in his spinach, bro? <laughs> I assume spinach. <laughs> No, but what else is in there? Is that salt? Oh, right, okay. What, what else is in there? Yeah. I don't know what that is. Okay, I'm with you now. What's the next game? What's the next game? So that that's, a, that's, a decent, that's a decent result, so hopefully that's the case. Um, next game, first of the three o'clock, is Arsenal-Leeds at the Emirates. Mm-hmm. Obviously, straight after the City-Liverpool game. And like I said like I said just you know, a few minutes ago, I hope that we go into that game with an, with an eight-point advantage, but obviously come out with an 11-point advantage if we beat Leeds. But again, look, Leeds aren't someone to, to laugh at because no, they could pull not, out a no, game no. out of their asses that you think... Well, like they did against Wolves, where exactly. they were fantastic. Exactly. exactly. I mean, that game was just scrappy in general anyway. like it, it kind of felt like both teams weren't really that good. But like I said, all it takes yeah. is, you know, we, we're a high-pressing team, so all it takes is a couple of their runners, some of them, Aronson, to go straight through the back, and that's it, we're screwed. And plus, we don't have the best... Uh, the best pair centre back right now. You know, we've only got Gabriel. So he was injured. So I don't yeah, know. Don't forget, these guys will be fighting for their life as well. Leeds exactly, 14th. Exactly. The thing is, what separates the top four, so like 18th, which is West Ham in the relegation zone, is 24. Well, sorry, Bournemouth 24.19th. And there is only three points between Bournemouth and Crystal Palace on 12th. Yeah. 
Yeah. So these guys, anybody, like you lose points this week, you're in the relegation battle. You draw anyway, just drop points, you're in a battle. So it's gonna be it's gonna be oh, in the zone, game. sorry, not in the battle. You are in the relegation zone if yeah. you lose points. You definitely don't want to pick up. So you don't want to do that. So Leeds are gonna be coming there playing with full of full of heart, full of yeah. desire, or you'd expect them anyways, Leeds fans to do that, to remain in the league. And uh, they've got the new manager. He's had some time to work with the team, so we'll see what they can do. But for me personally, I I still think uh, your your team is too strong for Leeds. I think you may win it. You might scrape it. It might be a whitewash. Difficult to predict, but I think it's a win. win. Yeah, I think you've got a W on that one. Um, I I look. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go four two Arsenal. Four two. I like it. I'm gonna go with a three one Arsenal. Um, and just before, just whilst we're on Arsenal, by the way, just a quick notification popped up that the Arsenal women's have actually beat Bayern Munich in the Champions League. So we are semi-finalists now. Wow, they've achieved something that the men's team has never, ever achieved, ever in their history. So yay to the Arsenal ladies. Love it. Love to see you up there. Um, I think next game could be against Wolfsburg which obviously Wolfsburg in the women's team, by the way, they're like yeah, they're fantastic. one of the biggest. The, Ger- yeah. the German, the yeah, biggest, no, they're fantastic. Yeah. Damn. Well, the know, Germans and Americans football. Uh, How does that not translate to the men's team? Like, I don't get it. I don't get it. What happened? But yeah, so that could be very interesting. Um, a Champions League final as well, because it could be against, uh, not uh, could be against PSG, potentially. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. Uh, sorry, against Barcelona, not PSG, against Barcelona, and obviously Barcelona women—they're really good as well. So they're very good. They yeah. won it last year. They beat Chelsea on oh, last year, a year before they beat Chelsea in the Champions League final. The Champions League final, final, yeah. So it's it should be very interesting um, to see. But you know, congrats to them. But in terms of the men's team, yeah, I, I'm going to go for the, for an Arsenal win. It could be it could be a tricky one. Could be a a trick a three one. I'm going to go for three one on that one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, next game we have is Bournemouth versus Fulham, and from you know recent history, I'm I'm going to go Fulham win on that one. I want to go Bournemouth. Ooh. I don't know whether the I don't know whether Mitrovic is being obviously sanctioned. I don't know if the counting of FA Cup red cards count in the league. I'm not two hundred percent. Yeah, I'm but, not too uh, sure on, on on that to be honest. But again, it can't be. It's only been the one red card, right? Uh, the manager got a red card as well. William That's... got a red card for that handball, and so did Mitrovic. Um, from what I can see here, no, there is no one missing from a red card, which is good, right. which is nice. So again, it's good. It should be a very good game for them, to be fair. Um, but I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with. Do you know what? Screw it. I'm going to go for a draw. I'm going to go for a. Yeah, I'm thinking that as well. I'm going to go two-two draw. Huh? How about that? Mm, I'm going to go one-one. 1-1, one, one. I like it, I like it. I don't think it's going to be a very exciting game, but it could be that sort of scoreline because, again, Bournemouth, they need summer. And Fulham, as as much as they've been playing well recently, it's not like, you know, they're the historic top six or top four where it could be, a, you know, it would be a struggle. So, yeah, they could, they could put everything yeah. behind that, to be fair. That's, well, they could, like you say, like we said earlier, it could be that survival instinct kicking in. Yeah. But uh, I hope they do, I hope they do win. I'd like to see this survival battle happening all the way through. And yeah. I think this is one of the reasons why we talk about the Premier League being the best league in the world. There's so many teams, there's a competition for place, for place, sorry, for positions at the top of the league with City and Arsenal. Third is not guaranteed to Man United no. because Newcastle no. are there with two games, yeah. two games. No, actually, no, they're on the same points, but they're only three points behind. Liverpool are there now as well, finding some form. Chelsea trying to break into Europe with Villa, Fulham, and Brentford. So this competition middle of the table. Don't forget, there's Tottenham, Pitt- by the way, in the top four, which have got two games more than Newcastle and, and, and Man two United. Po- yeah, and the and two they're points. Point, they're a point behind United. And two ahead of Newcastle, yeah. So Newcastle, there's competitions here, there, yeah. and every, and then obviously, like I mentioned earlier, from 12th place all the way down to 19, 20th, is separated by four points. And, and you think to yourself, like, wow, like, com- honestly, best league in the world. Do you know We've what it is? Right? I'm, just, that it's just- I'm just looking at seventh, which is Brighton. They've got 25 games they've played, so they're, they're three games in hand with 42 points. Let's just say they win those three games. That's nine points. <laughs> Yeah. They could even be in that top four fight. I know, I know. It is madness. And don't forget, Liverpool are just one game more than Brighton. They're on 42 points. They can win two games. That's it. Top four just blows wide open again. And Man That's United, you know, sort of quadruple or triple or whatever they want to call it, right? The treble. It's just... <laughs> it's just, just, yeah, just not happening. It's just, just like that. Happen, it's, it? it's incredible it's to happening. see. It really is like... You know, I don't think... I'll be honest, from, from ninth and uh, downwards... 
Chelsea could potentially do something if they hit a, a good like three four uh, good run run of form. But yeah, yeah, I, I don't think those teams are in that top four conversation. But then again, anything can happen because it is the Premier League. So um, yeah, so what are we going with? By the way, we're we going with you want. I've gone, I've gone one one Bournemouth. I've gone one one. I think you went two two. I went two two. And uh, next game is going to be an exciting game. I feel Brighton versus Brentford. I think thinking? this could be like a 3-2 Brighton or a 4-3 Brighton, something like along those lines. It should be an exciting game for sure. Both teams play really good football. Should be. I think I'm going to be, uh, I'm saying I'm going to go with the away one here and I think uh, nice. it's going to be a 3, not 3, it's too much, 2-1 Brentford win. 2-1 Brentford. Ooh, at the yeah, Amex. Brentford. Nice. At the Amex. Yeah, Amex. Amex, Amex. Amex. Depends where you're from. Yeah, if, where you're you're American, go. if you're American, this is for you, isn't it? So. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think at the American Express. At the, at the American Express, yes, American miracle. Um, speaking of America, by the way, did you see the school shooting? Another one. Ah, oh, bro, it's, it's because it's becoming ridiculous, and obviously that's, for the state listeners, something needs to happen. That's yeah, that is a pandemic in itself. A like pandemic. whoever stands out there and talks about the Second Amendment and so on and so forth, it was written when you fill your rifle you, with you with gunpowder from the front yeah. and yeah. then push it down with a stick, and then you shoot. And then the it takes you five minutes wrote, to do it again. Reason that was wrote was to you know keep away the British, but let's face it, the British have been away from your country for nearly three hundred years. They're fighting yeah, with each other, and I can't believe they've gone into schools. And yeah. well, it's so sad as well because all these guys. Okay, let's say mental health or whatever. But no, it was, it and, was then, and then they killed themselves. It oh, was, was a transgender. Transgender. And look, by the way, I, I, I'm not the one for, for you know to bring any sort of hate, and I'm not going to do that. But I but feel like you know there school? should be threat the same as any male shooter right any oh absolutely male, but I don't want to hear I don't want to like hear any really. LGBTQ plus AI whatever the hell they're called same. right whatever the abbreviations are oh well you know they were struggling because they were transgender right first of all I'm, nothing merits you to go to school we're nothing. not going to get into it but no it's it's as, it a, father, as a father who has a daughter it's you, ridiculous you, yeah god forbid like you never want to think no. you'd send your child to school to learn and be safe and then there's an opportunity. Like, I was talking to a friend of mine at work. He said his wife might be going to work, live in America. I was like, just cancel. Why? Just say no, babe. Just stay here. There's nothing out there for you. There is literally. No. They talk about the land of opportunity, but just that. To me, I just think that's capitalism. And I it's died finest. in the 1800s, man. Yeah, land of opportunity uh, that, that died in the 1800s. Oh, what's, what's the other one that they say? The American dream or something? Go American there for dream. the American dream. The American well, dream. Ask the Italians that live there. I don't think they saw any of the American dream back in the uh, early 1900s. But anyway, yeah, that should be stopped. That's, and yeah, uh, they got shot by sad, the police. Sad. By the way, they got by the police. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but that's what they do. They realize they do the shoot, and then they realize there's no way coming back. So no, it's an easy like, way either out. Kill themselves it's or have a pop at the police, and then they know the police are going to shoot back. Yeah. It's suicide by cop. That's what they call yeah, it. That's it. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah. Well, anyway, look, forget that. Back to football. Uh, next game, Crystal Palace versus Leicester. Wait, I have, are you go making a note of these? Because I was trying to make a quick note of your Brentford result. What did you oh, go sorry. for? My bad. Yeah, um, I'm going to go with a 4-3 Brighton. That's yeah, this, is game, my exci- yeah? this is my exciting game. I mean, I called it for the Leeds-Wolves game. So this is my exciting game for the uh, for the weekend. Brighton-Brentford. Hoping to be 2-2. Two two. Hey, hey. Two for love two. it. Love I, that. I hope that's the only. Well, no, not the only one that comes through. But I've got a feeling Arsenal. Uh, for me, it was Arsenal Leeds. That was my game of the weekend because that's Ooh, the one okay. I went with the highest result. But we'll see. See what other games we've got popping up. Um, next, we've got Crystal Palace versus Leicester at Palace. Draw nil nil. Do you know what? For, for me, I'm it's going to be a boring game. Roy Hodgson coming back. Uh, yeah, for me, it's nil nil. I'm going to go with a one nil Palace. Manil Palace. One nil Palace, yeah. I think one of these days my so, prediction for Palace are gonna come true. So <laughs> Yeah. So, no, nil nil. Even though I should be cursing them out for sacking my boy P V four, but you know, it is what it is. Patrick Vieira, by the way. Yeah, just as we say, let the <laughs> yeah, listeners just, know yeah. who you mean. I knew who you meant, but yeah, know, yeah, the listeners know. We're from that era, but no, the list, some listeners may not be so. Um so what are you going with there on uh, Palace nil, nil for me. Nil, nil? I went nil nil. Yeah, I think it's gonna be Hodgson, a game. So yeah, I think bounce back, maybe a one nil just to be like yeah, ah, Hodgson's back and then lose next game. Yeah. Um <laughs> last game of three o'clock is Knott's Forest versus Wolves. Again, has potential for an exciting game. For an exciting game. For me, 1 1. Another draw. I'm going to go draw, but I was going to go a bit higher. I was going to go like a 3 3 or something like that. Just madness. Madness. Do you know what? 
Have you educated for... guesses, or is this what you're hoping for? No, this. I'm just looking at the last time Wolves played against Leeds, and it was an exciting game. And Notts Forest sometimes they will put an exciting game up, and this could be it. So do you know what? I'll be a bit conservative. I'm going to go with a two-two, two-two. Not a 3-3, three, three. I'm going to go 2-2. Two, two. My exciting game of the two, weekend two. has already happened, which is Brighton-Brentford. So. And then Chelsea, and then Chelsea Villa at the bridge. What are we saying? Well, I already said mine earlier, didn't I really? A spoiler alert. I said 3-1 Chelsea. 3-1 Chelsea. I'm going, going to go with a 2-0 Chelsea on this. Oh, thank you for the clean sheet. Um, I just, I just feel out. like, yeah, See now that, now that you've actually brought that up, it just feels like maybe it's probably going to be like a two-one <laughs> because I can't. I, your your defense doesn't fill me with confidence. Like it really does not. So the thing is, if it's two-one, they'll probably draw two-two like yeah. they did against Everton. I'm going to go. Okay, so, I'll tell you what. I think it's going to be a one-one all the way to the dying breath of the match, and then Chelsea are going to come back with a two-one. Oh, love that, love that. As long as we get the win, that's all that matters. Let's oh, see the exact. Let's, let's see it. I mean, yeah. I don't. I, I hate saying it as an educated guess, but yeah, obviously I want Villa to win, no, so it is an educated guess. Yeah, of course, but you know what I mean. It's a little unbiased, but you can still have an educated yeah. guess. At course, it, yeah. But listen, moving on to Sunday then. So that moving was the first Saturday. Uh, moving on to Sunday, six pointer. We've got West Ham, Southampton. Clash. Yeah, West Ham, Southampton. What are you thinking? Mm-mm-mm. West Ham, Southampton. I'm going to go with Southampton win, mate. I'm going to go yeah, with the away the win. Same as well. I'm probably going to go like a 1-0 or a 2-1. Do you know what? I'm going to go with a 2-1. I was going 2-1. Yeah, 2-1 South. I'm going to go 2-1. Because... You're going 2-1 as well, yeah? Yeah, I'm going to go 2-1 as well. I just... I don't know. Looking at West Ham... I know they're definitely not going to sack Moyes now because it'd be stupid if they did, but someone needs to change in that team, man. Well, if they really lose here, it's going to be... Uh, it's not going to be great. It's not going to be great at all, no. Not at all. Um... And then the last game of the weekend of I'd Sunday. I'd love sorry. if we beat them. I'd love it if we beat them. Do you remember that, Kevin Keegan? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd love it if we beat them. Yeah, that's it. That's it. I think. Uh, I think both Newcastle will be saying that about United and West Ham will be saying that about Southampton. So, <laughs> but uh, yes, yeah, so last game of uh, Sunday is Newcastle versus Man United, and it's at St James's Park. It's a half four kickoff where the Geordies are going to be in full effect in full voice fucking hammered singing their hearts out Man United are going to be scared to go to St. James I'm going to go 3-1 Newcastle you know I've gone for it nasty that is nasty and I love it uh, but again, well, there's no Casemiro. The midfield is going to be yeah. pretty poor. McTominay is yeah. going to obviously start. McTominay will be there, be obviously like... playing well because okay. he won, scored two goals against Spain, didn't he? Oh. Rashi didn't. Rashi didn't get a kick out. Uh, didn't get a run out, did he? Against uh, in no, the international no. break. So yeah, I think I think that's Rashi done for scoring goals. So yeah, you're probably right. I'm going to go with a two uh, two nil Newcastle. Oh, love that. I have to. I have to. It's an educated guess now that you, obviously you mentioned Casemiro being uh, being suspended. McTominay starting Bruno Fernandes he's probably the only one that I could do yeah, something, could do something however if I was a Newcastle midfielder the first thing I would do is you go straight at Bruno Fernandes make sure he's infuriated and then he gets and then that's taken it. off yeah that's yeah, it no, then he's irrelevant in the whole match they won't, they won't do anything I think they'll get beat I think Eddie Howe. I think Eddie Howe knows these types of games very well yeah, and the types so. of tricks, you know, to to get at them. So hundred percent, hundred percent. So it should be an interesting one to watch, um, which I probably will watch. To be fair, because you know why wouldn't I? It's I will be watching it. It's at that time. Yeah, I'll have it on anyway. Yeah, yeah it'll be in the back. Sure. Yeah. And uh, the last game of the Premier League for this week is Everton Tottenham. It's a Monday night kickoff, eight o'clock at uh, Goodison Park. What we say for this is more like Everton versus Joe Club. Like I can't believe. I don't know what's going on, by the way. Just very quickly touch on this. So Conte came out, made the interview that he made, and then yeah. you look back at it. Conte serial win. Okay, he won in Serie A, won the champion, mm-hmm. won the mm-hmm. uh, what do you call it? Won the the league with Chelsea. Yeah. Then went back to Serie A, won it with Juve, won it won with a couple Inter of cups the there as well. Yeah. So long, you know. Yeah. Comes to Spurs, nothing. Jose Mourinho, we know about Jose. Yeah. Jose, however you want to say, it's it. depends where you're from. Um, yeah. Like won everywhere he went. Chelsea, Madrid. Exactly. Beating Man United when Man United were on the high. At the height, and just like it's just height. like 
Yeah. I then went to Spurs and got sacked six six days before they played the final. We touched on this before. Then no, as Tottenham fans, surely like get in touch on Twitter. But surely you're going to start looking at the hierarchy. Like, what is the model of yeah. the club? Is it simply just to finish in the Champions League spot and make some money? Are you in debt that Daniel Levy is not telling us about building the new stadium, building state of the art training facilities? It's the history of the Tottenham. Huh? <laughs> that that's, is it. That, that's, that's Can it. I just that's say? It. I thought it was Conte live. I was like, hey. There you go. I was gonna put I was gonna put a clip from the from the interview, but I don't need to anymore. You know? No, you don't need to. That's you did it perfectly. He's down, he's down to a T. He's been and gone. Been and gone now. Yeah, so. that's it. That's it. Love um, that. I have to say, I will miss Antonio Conte because he provided us with endless uh, comedic. Uh, out, like what is it fallout because of the shit that he used to do obviously at the beginning of this season he had that whole tussle with uh, Thomas Tuchel to, yeah, to another TV, hilarious yeah. moment um, and yeah I think that interview kind of sealed his fate to be honest and I think I think yeah. he already knew that was happening not because he was told but I think he just wanted to leave anyway because, I think he wanted to leave like yeah. uh, he tarnished his reputation enough there's something going on in the meetings because no manager wants to leave I think a job if no if they're being given the money. Now, I know people, obviously, some people are turning around and being, oh, he threw the club under the bus, he threw the players under the bus, he did this, he did that. Listen, I did the same for Chelsea. How did you lose to Southampton 1-0? We, we trashed Graham Potter for it, rightly so, yeah? But these guys were two two goals, I think they were 3-1 at one point. It was, it was 3-1. Drew 3-3. Yeah, it was 3-1. Like, how are you not managing a game against a team who's bottom, second bottom of the league? Yeah. I think they're bottom of the league, Southampton, bottom of the league. And you're um, two goals ahead. Yeah, yeah they are. Like yeah, you yeah. should be professional enough and be able to say to yourself, and you know, like grab some balls. Some a manage, uh, not manager, sorry, because the managers you pick a team, you send them out. You hope to motivate yeah. them in those 15 minutes or like a couple of days leading up to the match, 15 minutes at half time. But once you send them out, you're hoping to have leaders on the pitch. Yeah. Hoiberg, Kane, non-existent. Eric Dyer. Kane's playing, Kane's playing for himself. Kane's Kane needs for to himself. play for himself. Kane needs to leave. There's rumours yeah. he might go to Man United. I hope he comes to Chelsea. I don't think it would happen, but I'd, I'd break the bank for him. If, that, if anything, just do a swap between him and Lukaku. Just say to them, we'll give you we'll give you 50 million plus Lukaku. No, I mean, Lukaku's already ruined his reputation, so going to Tottenham, you know, what difference is that really? <laughs> exactly. Do you know what I mean? It's just continue with his public service. That's yeah, but that's it. Do what you need to do, Lukaku. But yeah, I can't believe that. I can't believe. And now, I, I, for me, if I was a Spurs fan, I would blame I would blame Daniel Levy. First of all, the question is, to, he needs to be answered for why did Jose Mourinho get sacked six days before the Carling Cup final? That's a major Carole question. Or whatever whatever the sponsor was at the time. Yeah, because as fans, you want silverware. Nobody cares. We've got the best training facilities in the world. England uses our facilities. No one, no, no football. Yeah, England have one of the You just exactly. rubbing off. You, uh, England should go train at the Emirates, Stamford Bridge, uh, Old Trafford, yeah, and have a look at some trophies. You know, winners at winning stadiums where winning is literally all over. You know, plastered all over the stadium. Not this, you know, toilet bowl fake. North London team, which is yeah. like, well, what the hell? What is a Tottenham, by the way? What is a Tottenham? Do you know what they are? The cocks. That's literally That's they, they actually wear cocks That's on it. their chest. The, you know, That's the Spurgeon syndrome is strong at that stadium, at the training ground. So please, Southgate. If there is, there is this, a giant, giant golden. There's a giant, <laughs> yeah. it's a giant, There's a giant cock. gold cock at the top of the stadium. So That's yeah, it. how again? And that is representative of Levy. That is your golden cock right at the top of right the stadium. The very top, yeah. Overwatching I think, everything. I yeah. personally think he's very much bothered more about like holding concerts there, holding events, sports. Other sports it's not just football events. It's fair enough for business, but. As fans, you don't really care if Rihanna's to coming in. You don't care if NFL's being held at your stadium. As football fans, you want bragging rights, and the only way you yeah. get bragging rights. It's the same on that episode, you know, when you and I were discussing about money and how much Chelsea spent. I don't really care how much Chelsea spent. All I care about is having bragging rights to you and our friendship group to be like, oh, but we're in the Champions League semis or quarters, or we're here. You know what I mean? Nobody's sitting there going, yeah, but my club has a wonderful business model. We do amazing. Like, no, what? Just That's how the Spurs fans talk. That's how they talk. That's how the Spurs fans are crying. I've got a couple of Spurs fans. Our profit and loss. Our profit and loss. Incredible. That's what they talk about. Our balance sheet. Yeah, our balance sheet. Who talks about the balance sheet? Where's your trophy? Show me your trophy. What a trophy that is. And on Harry Kane, by the way, I think you agree as well. He needs to leave oh, yeah. to kind of save his reputation. I mean, yeah. to save his reputation of like being a top striker because if you don't win anything, nobody cares. Nobody no, listens. Not at all. No matter how many goals you scored, nobody listens. Listen to when Cristiano Ronaldo is being compared to the having scored the most goals 
ever in football. And then they were like, no, no, Pele scored this many goals. All right, okay. He overpassed Pele. Then it turned out to be some guy from somewhere that hadn't really won. I don't know, but nobody ever heard of him. I fear Harry Kane is going to be that guy who nobody ever heard of. I mean, I think it's the guy that you're talking about. Is it Pushkas? Because I don't know if it's him. I don't know. I don't Pushkas, think it's Pushkas. Pushkas actually got an award. No, no, Pushkas, <laughs> Pushkas was amazing. Yeah, he's got the yeah, of course. I don't think it's him. Somebody else that came out. He had a trophy name like, after him, which is brilliant. Uh, is, oh well, I will have to find it. I'll find it for next episode. I'll do my. I think I'll I know which one you mean. Is it the is it the uh, the Iran striker? Yeah, or yeah, something yeah, like yeah, 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 something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Know which one I, I mean, right? Obviously, yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> obviously, I didn't mean Puska, but yeah, no, no, yeah, no Puska, Puska, I don't know who he was, but uh, yeah, and I mean, like, yeah, he scored all those goals, but like, where did he do it? First of all, okay, he did it there, but did he win anything? Did he win anything? To there that is meriting this sort of status of like a world class striker. Ali Day. Harry... Ali Day. Yeah. Ali. Yeah. Like, yeah. Who? Who? Ali Day. He played. No, no, for... I heard you, but I mean, yeah. who? It's like that episode 109 of, uh... goals in 149 appearances. So until obviously uh, Cristiano overtook that. But yeah, yeah. so it's just things like that. Just things like that. Just like, and I worry for Harry Kane. That's why he's. That's where he's at at the minute. Like I shared that meme as well. Like twenty-two, he had this many goals. Twenty-nine, this many goals. Zero trophies apart from an Audi Cup. Again, that's just again. We, like I've said to you, we only include that just to troll all the. Yeah, of course, that's a troll. That's not to say you won a trophy. Like let's not get carried away. But again, you know, six weeks before the final, man. Like you sack Jose Mourinho, who, who's missed the final. He literally wins your trophies. Yeah, it that's what he's there for. It. He will do it. He will he'll do it. It won't trophy. be obvious, but he'll do it. And do you know what it is? But think about it. If they'd won that Carabao Cup, would anybody be like, oh, yeah, but the way they played? No, they'll just be saying they were winners. Won the Carabao Nobody Carabao talks Cup. about Chelsea winning the trophy the second time where we were winning 1 0 and they'd bring John Obi Mikel to neutralize the game on the 60th. All minute. I remember is he won the Champions League. So. That's all you Well, I was on about the Prem, but yeah, our Champions League. Sorry, yeah, I'm just thinking, like yeah. you know, the the highest even level. The, that's even, yeah, yeah, even the Champions awesome. League with Di Matteo, like that yeah. night in there. Uh, shot know, everyone in defence. Everyone in defence. We're running on penalties, but nobody looks at how you won. Everybody what? says, "Who's the name? Who lifted the, the trophy? The, that's, that's it. it. Who, Who lifted the trophy? trophy? Whose name was he on the title on a history books? Because in terms so, of yeah. uh, in terms of like little personal awards and trophies and stuff, I've got Simon Carson statue from somewhere. <laughs> Shout out but to I don't Simon. But I don't think that counts. I don't think that counts. On Harry Kane's equivalent to the Audi Cup. Yeah, it should literally on Harry Kane's. It should be player who showed up the most times. You know, he had the best attitude. <laughs> he made a great effort, but he still didn't win shit. But we're gonna give him a trophy. Yeah, fuck all, man. Uh, yeah, so what, what we're we selling? He needs to change. He needs to go to a big club. Big club. He needs to go to a winning club with a winning mentality. Man United would be a good signing for him and good club for him to go forward. But personally, as a Chelsea fan, I would like to see him at Chelsea. I think he'll do very well. Listen, many people have swapped London, swapped clubs in London. Saul Campbell, yeah. William Gala, Cesc Fabregas, Jurie, and so on. But at Chelsea, I think he'll be fantastic. I think at Chelsea, he'll be amazing. And I'd like to see a 4-2-3-1 with Harry Kane leading it and like a have it as a 10 and kind yeah. of that changing around and so on and, and you know how Felix to do that in job as well yeah, yeah of course yeah. he can Joe Felix if he stays he stays if he doesn't would like to think obviously hopefully the protege Mudrik would like Mudrik, to step yeah, up to okay. that but if he doesn't he doesn't do you know what I mean but I yeah Enzo would find him they'll be this in the less anyway, yeah. Mudrik, the better really because you know he gets me really yeah. he's not even my player and he gets me vexed I don't know why I don't know why <laughs> I don't know why he just gets me really vexed but anyway um, yes, what are we saying by the way I'm thinking I'm going to go for Everton I'm going to go for an Everton win I don't care about new manager balance there's too much things I think the players are going to try and come out and be like come on we need to show solidarity we need to show we're together we need to prove Conte wrong and then normally that tends to happen like we've always talked about new manager balance but uh, no for me I don't think uh, I don't think they'll win I'm going to go 2-1 Everton 2-1 Everton you know what as much as it pains me to say it I'm going to go with a 1-0 Tottenham like I'm just going with an educated guess. No, here. no, I see. Yeah, I think I think uh, Daishi's going to has had Everton. I don't see many Everton players. Okay, not many. Majority there are internationals, but not all of them kind of making their way out. So I'm hoping he's keeping that defense tight. And uh, I'm, that's yeah. But anyway, so one nil Spurs for you, yeah. I'm going to go one nil Spurs, yeah. As much as I hate to bloody admit it, but anyway. Um, and then obviously that concludes the uh, this week of, of football on the Monday. Then we've got obviously more football coming up next week. Which if we can manage to squeeze the podcast. Will, I think, we'll I think do, on obviously. Sunday we'll do one we'll recap and then chat yeah. about the games on Tuesday because there's big games Chelsea are playing uh, Liverpool at Stamford Bridge yeah we're gonna we're definitely gonna touch on these on the Sunday podcast uh, so Monday when everyone's listening to it but so uh, yeah we're definitely gonna touch on that because yeah you're right there's some 
decent games top going games, on. Top, top games. Um, Man United, Brentford, West Ham, Newcastle on the Wednesday. Yeah, on the again, weekend again. Because I don't think we've got any games in hand. No, we don't. No, we've haven't. already caught up. No. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll obviously we'll we'll chat about that on the Sunday for ready for the Monday podcast after this uh, after this week of games. And uh, before we before we do leave though, I just wanted to touch on obviously we've got F one uh, free practice one tomorrow starting at six a.m. in uh, six a.m. in the morning. Obviously, that's when it's going to be because it's six a.m. in the morning here on yes. the podcast. No, um, so yeah, I'm, I'm probably not going to get up that early for that because you know we've got work and stuff. YouTube for me highlights, but, yeah highlights. But obviously, I will get up for the uh, for FP two on Saturday and qualifying as well, which should be uh, interesting. And I love I love the Aussie track, Albert Park. I is, do, I do. Track love to watch. the Aussie track. Yeah, um, I'm disappointed was, it's not the first track. Can I just say, like, yeah. it's, I know it's changed for a while, but I'm very disappointed. Each calendar year, I'm like, oh, I miss Aussie starting first. The Aussie sunshine, shine, the yeah. noise. In a way, I don't miss it that much just, because yeah, waking up at six o'clock in the morning. Yeah, no, I get that, but for. Bahrain yeah. is 8 p.m. So <laughs> I'm away for that. Um, but yeah, uh, okay, so obviously we'll we'll let's touch real quick because obviously we'll we'll come back on Sunday after the ma- uh, after the race. Um, what we got in terms of uh, qualifications, in terms of pole position, what we what we saying? Quali. I think I text you as well. Did I want to Red Bull? That's true. That's true. But don't forget, last time we said exactly the same thing. But Max had a problem with his car, with his transmission. So yeah, I, I think they would have that. I think in the two weeks break that they had, I think they would have signed that. Unless there's a penalty for like changing body parts or anything like changing no, engine no, and I stuff. Like so. I can't see that happening. But yeah, I think a Red Bull is so fine tuned at the minute. They are they are on it. I think. Personally, I believe this is going to be another one of those years where Vettel had like five years on the bounce winning the championship. And I know it got boring. And then we obviously we had yeah. the Lewis era of seven years or six years, Lewis winning it. On the I'm already bounce. falling asleep. <laughs> I'm exactly. already falling asleep exactly. as soon as you mentioned so, those names. <laughs> I'm really hoping. I'm, that's why I hope Checo and Max can be allowed to race. I'm hoping it'll be a rivalry between the two of them because yeah. it'll make it interesting for the viewers. Because if it becomes 1-2, one, 1-2, two, one, two, one, two each time and Alonso finishing third, then you're just looking at to see... Uh, to see what Ferrari do, what Lewis might do. But no, for me, from what I've seen so far, I think, yeah, Max Max and Checo won too. I, I, I like it. I like what you're saying. Um, and it makes total sense as well because, you know, just the first two races of the season have gone that way. I think I think Leclerc's going to qualify on Paul with Max second and potentially either a Russell or an Alonso third. Now I say I that because, so. I say that because I think I feel like Ferrari have got a good qualifying car um, and approved obviously in uh, in Jeddah as well because he was second Leclerc yeah, but, you yeah. Know, he had a ten, ten, ten place uh, grid penalty so I think I think Leclerc will probably qualify first and then like I said followed by Max and Checo or Max and uh, sorry Max and Alonso or Max or Russell. The Max and Russell. Yeah, yeah. I said a lot of names. You know what I mean. I'm not going to decipher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, go get an Enigma machine. It'll tell you what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so okay, all right. I mean, that's just qualifying. So who do you think is going to win? Then? If that's qualifying, if uh, Leclerc starts first, let's say Max second. I know what you're going to say, but I'm going to yeah. ask you regardless. Yeah, should, I mean, do you want uh, me to make thinking? it interesting, or do you want me just to say the no, no, one who uh, is going to win? Who do you think is going to win? I think it's going to be Max. And what do you think is going to let Leclerc down? Because as a Ferrari fan, obviously you know more than I do, and I'm sure the listeners like to hear your opinion on this. Okay, I think I think if Ferrari if Ferrari have another strategy issue in any way in any way, even if it's like undercutting an opponent, like for example, Leclerc goes in because he thinks Max is going to go in two laps in two laps time. I just don't think Ferrari have got that. They don't have enough pace. To make that work, I mean, that was I was actually watching a I was watching a video that w- that was explaining Red Bull's potential speed and look from DRS opening, these guys are getting an extra thirty four kilometers an hour up to thirty four kilometers an hour. Can I just say, right, the maximum that is usually comes out of a DRS opening is around twenty two. These yeah, guys are on twelve somewhere. Like that's crazy. You cannot compete with that. And Lewis Hamilton said it when Max overtook him in Jeddah. He said, "How is their car so quick?" And from from the video that I saw, the explanation that they gave was actually, if you look at the wing, which I, I, again I don't know if many people will, but real quick on the wing, there's like three parts of the wing. There's you know yeah. where the red light flashes. 
yeah, 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 yeah. Called beam. Yeah, that's called the beam that runs through it. And then above that, you've got obviously the wing. And then underneath that, you've got like the little flaps just above the diffuser. But basically, what Red Bull have done is they've actually got when the DRS opens at the top normally it kind of, the air flows down like the, the other two bits, yeah. which makes obviously the downforce of the car a lot better without adding more downforce in. Do you know what I mean? So it's more like a natural mm-hmm, downforce. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, those guys are just genius. Edwin Nui is a genius. He, every team that he's been in, even in the in the Williams teams, I think it was the F, FW or uh, FWB 14 back in the Mansell days. He was the guy who designed that. That's why Williams was such such a great yeah. team. And then he left, obviously, you know, everything went to shit. And then wherever he went. Wherever he went, he won. Wherever he went, he won. And and it's proven now. And I think I think that DRS, if if Red Bull aren't cheating in any way. Hold on. Yeah. If Red Bull aren't cheating in any way, then I think I think, yeah, they're, they're just gonna be unstoppable for the rest of the rest of the season. Unless something crazy it, comes out where it's it, like, yeah. oh, by the way, that's actually not allowed because it's five millimeters more than you should have, which yeah, which sometimes every Ferrari happen, yeah. fan is hoping for right now. Yeah, every yeah. fan okay. is hoping for. Right now. This reminds me of that movie Rush as well, where Nicky Lauda goes to James Hunt and says like, "Oh, your wheels are five millimeters too big," or something like yeah, that. I think yeah, he tries yeah, to pick yeah. up on millimeters and dimension. Now, I agree with you. Like, I agree with you. I hope so. I'm hoping for an interesting race. I'm hoping even if Ferrari win, I know I'm a McLaren fan, but my McLaren just. The thing fighting is, fighting for it to get a point at the minute. Even if it's an Aston Martin, Mercedes, Red Bull, something, top three yeah, something fight, different. I don't mind yeah. it. I don't mind it because look, I'll be honest. If Ferrari don't hit podium uh, by the end of this race, then I'm pretty sure that's them giving up on the whole season, and that's mm. just not and good enough. Not, yeah, it's not good enough. Acceptable. It really isn't. I mean, we're talking about again. We've said this before. We're talking about an historic team who's won many, many championships. And again, they've always been let down by either reliability issues or, more recently, strategic issues, which yeah. strategy comes from a person and that person needs to be held accountable or then people need to be held accountable. If if by the third race of the season, Fred Vasseur, he's already given up on the season, then honestly, if I was a Ferrari man, like, you know, the, the top... Get top out top, of the kitchen, Fred. Can't yeah, handle sorry, the heat. No, it's... it's yeah, I'd, I'd pay whatever it takes to bring Toto Wolf or something like that if because that's, that's the only way it's probably going to work. But the problem with Ferrari is, you know, because of the way that because of the way that they were brought up as a company, you know, from the beginning, yeah. they've always been like that. They've always been problematic. They've always lived in their own little bubble, their own little world where it's like yeah, eh, Ferrari. Yeah, yeah, we'll do what you know what? We'll we'll wait till next yeah. season. What? Wait, but there's like twenty races to go this season. What happened? You could still yeah. win it. Why are you giving up already? It's it's a frustrating time because I thought this was going to be the time where Ferrari were going to you know come back and be stronger than last season, but they honestly they are plagued by by the strategy calls and I I, I know, I know I'm blaming all that mindset. It's Spursy. It is. It is. It's a very very Spursian syndrome that's creeping in and it's very worrying. And yeah, it's not great. It's not great. But so yeah, I think uh, for the McLarens, I genuinely hope that both. Lando and Piastri have a good race, but especially Lando because if he doesn't have the car, Lando is going next season. I think so. so he I is think going, he and Ferrari would be stupid not to like no. jump on. Yeah, or they need to pick him quickly. Quickly, they need to pick him up because honestly, by the time Audi comes in twenty twenty six, Audi's going to take driver. someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Audi will pick somebody straight away, and I think they're going to come in. I think I, it's going to uh, be a Leclerc. I think they're going to take Leclerc because Leclerc came through the Sauber ranks before he right, joined Ferrari. Right, so, yeah. And Audi, obviously, are taking over the Sauber ranks with pretty much all the old team that's uh, that's still there. So mm. I won't be surprised if Ferrari don't do anything in the... If, well, I know it sounds crazy in the next two seasons, which... I am you know, interested, though. I, I'm very excited to see what Audi do because VW was another one that I wanted VW to enter. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, like I think they're like the, most, the biggest global car market manufacturing in the world I think because they own so many things yeah. they own like so many sister companies that they own and so I'm on. not sure if they took over Toyota to be honest but I think they are definitely either one two or three up there there's you know yeah no because I don't know I'm just like in terms of what they own and the car companies that they bought you know the Bugattis the Lamborghinis the Sears the Scorders and so on and so forth and, and the list goes on uh, and I was just thinking like these guys was a, but then again it's uh, limited financially limited to I think what is it 150 million a year or something that they yeah. can only spend yeah. so yeah so then obviously you need any, you need clever people you need people who are going to be looking at the drawing board and thinking coming up with solutions 
and on the low down on the co- low cost, not low down, sorry, on the low cost. So yeah, man, I'm, I'm excited for it for 2026 for Audi, but uh, I still can't see past Red Bull. I think Red Bull seem to go from strength to strength. If Red Bull keep winning championships, they go from strength to strength. I think, um, yeah, no, I, I can't disagree with you on that one at all. Um, I think with well, with Sauber slash Alfa Romeo, they've got um, they've got Andrea Seidel, which. He was the uh, team principal of McLaren last season, I think he was. So he's gone to Sauber, Andrew Seidel. So you're thinking of Zach Brown. Yeah. He's the obviously yeah, the, the owner. Yeah, he's yeah. the CEO. Yeah, he's yeah, CEO, yeah. yeah. Whereas Andrew Seidel was the was the actual uh, prince, team principal for, yeah. for for the last couple of seasons. But he's gone over to Sauber now, and he was a Sauber man from the beginning. So I think it's just, again, everything is like interconnected. Everything's sort of like, Linking you know, related in a way. You remember yeah. the, the the monarchies, the European monarchies, they were all interrelated yeah. somehow? That's how this is as well, because they brought uh, they brought Seidel back to Sauber, uh, which obviously Audi own part of now. So I think it's going to be a case of where, all right, Andreas Seidel, we trust you. You've been in the game long enough. We're brand new to the sport, so hit us up with some strategic plans. And do you know what? I, I could see him. I could see him doing it. McLaren were doing well when Seidel was there, but mm. you know, money, money talks, money talks, That's and it. Audi talks as well. And Audi's a big mouth, so certainly you can't you can't you know deny that but i hope they do well i hope they do well i was interested for the new guys to come in and do well yes i, I do feel bad for williams but i'm glad they're getting sometimes with Albon getting I'll quite high well. but it well, just yeah. it just pains me it just pains me for mclaren not getting up there like i said to you in the previous episode as well the car just that orange color is so ugly yeah that shouldn't so even be part of it i know it doesn't matter like go back to the white and Go back yeah, to the white and orange or red or something, or something whatever it was. Yeah. Not all orange. No, no, the, so, yeah. the papaya, sorry, the papaya, by the way. That ah, makes yeah, it yes, you worse. corrected me it's last time. Yes, 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 makes yes, it, yes. I don't yes, even yes, think yes. that adds anything to it, but you definitely need to change that color. Um, certainly, certainly. But, but yeah, no, have you got anything else, fun guy? No, I don't have anything else to add for this uh, for this week. It, sh- it should have been a shorter pod, but, you know, this is what we do. We it talk. We always talk about last thing, last thing, and then we have got three more things to say. But anyway, well, then, well, thank you everyone for listening. We appreciate your ear holes. We hope you've been stimulated and stay safe, and we'll definitely catch you on the next one when we do some uh, rounding up the weekend so stay safe stay alert and we'll catch you on the next one